Jerry York calls it a career. 28 spectacular seasons in Chestnut Hill comes to a close as the 76-year-old coach decides to retire. We're going to get into his career, talk about what he did it with Chestnut Hill, what he means to Boston College, and a whole lot more here on today's Locked On Boston College. You are Locked On Boston College, your daily podcast on the Boston College Eagles, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Boston College. AJ Black here. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Head on over to Bet Online, where the game starts. So, Boston College fans, this is the day I think many of you have dreaded. The end of the career of head coach Jerry York. The legendary head coach, the elder statesman of college hockey, announced on Wednesday that he was going to call it quits. Now, this is after 28 seasons, 1,123 wins across multiple schools, including Bowling Green and Clarkson. National titles, both at Bowling Green and four with Boston College in 2001, 2008, 2010, and 2012. He has won the Hockey East Coach of the Year for 2004, 2011, 2014, 2018, and 2021. Just last year, he was named Coach of the Year for the for the conference. He's won Nash. He's won. Um, Hockey East titles, countless ones. He has sent in 17 NHL first-round draft picks, 12 Stanley Cup champions, and a score of other players that have had huge NHL careers. And now we'll get into all of that in just a moment. So Jerry York, let me just first say this. When you talk about class, when you talk about what you want for a coach for Boston College at any sport, the gold standard from here on out is Jerry York. Whether it's football, whether it's basketball, baseball, lacrosse, he is that gold standard. He is he is a class act on the bench, off the court, off the off the rink. You know, everywhere he was, Jerry York breathed Boston College and made this school proud to have a coach like him. And it was twenty eight years. I mean, it was a blessing to get him as a coach for that long because. He was one of the best coach. He's the best coach in college hockey history. There's no other way to put this. You can make arguments for other coaches, but he consistently did this for 50 years. Now, York, he came to Boston College as a player. He played under Snooks Kelly. He was a first team All American. Uh, many of you know that he's a you know a local guy that played for his local school. Then he went off and coached at a variety of schools, including Clarkson. Uh, and then uh, where he was a coach from 72 to 79. And then from 79 to 94, he was at Bowling Green, where he won the national title in 1984. But once he got to Boston College, a school that was on the verge of hiring Mike Milbury, they changed them. Milbury, I believe, was the one that changed his mind. And Boston College went with York instead. And what a monumental decision that was because no offense to Mike Milbury. I'm not here to bash the guy, but I think BC hockey would be in a very different place right now. If it was Mike Milbury, that was the head coach in 1994 and not Jerry York. 
Now, it took Jerry York seven years to get a national title, and then it was every couple years after that. And, you know, he won three in four years, three in five years, excuse me, 2008, 2010, 2012. I specifically, you know, from my fandom, you know, I was a student in the 2005-2006 era. Um, I didn't get to see any national championships when I was there. But before I came on to BC Bulletin, when I was with BC Interruption, I was writing for BC Interruption when when John, that 2012 team came. And that team was a freight train. That was a team with Kevin Hayes, Johnny Gaudreau. I forget who their goalie was. I want to say it was either John Muse or Thatcher Demko. I think it was John Muse. Um, and they were, or Corey Schneider. It, they were just so good. And they were they were a, a freight train, and it seemed like for that era, around that time, Jerry York could continually bring in good players that made BC into a great program. I mean, you just look down the list of some of the players he's coached. Well, as I just mentioned, Gaudreau, Nathan Gerby, Brian Jonta, the goalies, Thatcher Demko, Corey Schneider. You had Brian Boyle, uh, the Hayes brothers, Kevin and Jimmy. You had. Uh, Cam Atkinson, the list just goes on and on. And York did it, and he did it in a way that didn't, he never, you never had drama with this program in terms of off the ice stuff. He handled his business. He brought in star players, he brought in role players, made them good, and he did that year after year. And he did it in a way that upheld BC's values. And it sounds corny, you want a guy that does that. And, you know, he's he has let his uh, coaching tree kind of blossom out there. And we'll talk a little bit about this in the segment, second segment. But you've seen all his assistants kind of go out. Greg Brown, I think he's in um, the NHL minor league system doing some stuff. Greg Ka- uh, Mike Cavanaugh is with um, UConn. And, I mean, he's made UConn into a good program. And this is all because of York. And every coach that came into contact with him, regardless of sport, had nothing but positive things to say about him. I was Joanna McNamee who had a comment on Twitter today. She tweeted, and she tweeted, words can't express how legendary Coach York is. From his heartwarming smile to his fatherly advice, he makes the world around him brighter. We love you, Coach. Thank you for being an amazing mentor and friend. Heart, you will be sorely missed. And it was all the coaches. Jeff Halfley had comments. You saw former players like Mechanic Newkirk who said, you know, he was so supportive of the women's hockey team um, and really made a big difference uh, with them. Mike Ayers, I just saw, he is um, the associate head coach. He said, unbelievably grateful to have worked for you, coach. Appreciate everything you have done for me personally, our players, and the Boston College community. No doubt you'll be scratch golfer soon enough. And that kind of leads into what Jerry York is going off to. The guy is 76 years old, and I'm not going to bash him, uh, you know, for not having a team that was competitive in the in the playoffs in the last couple of years because he earned it. This guy earned every ounce and every dollar that BC put into him. He could have coached for the next 10 years, and I wouldn't have complained because York is a legend. What he's done with Boston College was legendary. Now, he went out, and when he had his comment, his final comment that he made um, in the press conference, it says, I have been thinking about the possibility of retiring during the last several weeks, and it just seemed to me to be the right time to do so, said York. I am so blessed to have been involved with Boston College these past 28 years and to have had the opportunity to coach so many wonderful student athletes. Now, 
he, he's totally right here, right? Like he has, he's 76 and he said he, his part of the decision, he wants to spend time with his family. He wants to watch his two grandchildren play hockey, lacrosse and soccer games in Pittsburgh. Like if you're coaching and you're recruiting and you're doing all that behind the scenes stuff, you don't get that time. Who can blame him, right? Like get your chance to go watch your grandkids. You've done enough. You've done enough for this program. This is your time to go relax. And as, as Ayers just said, go golf, do whatever you, you want to do to be happy. Because Jerry York, no matter what ha- whatever happened at the end of his career, you know, last his last season was a bit of a, a, a bummer. But who cares? No one's going to remember that season. They're going to remember beating Ferris State. They're going to remember that magical 2010 season where they trucked everybody. And they're going to remember that Jerry York built Boston College into the preeminent Northeast hockey school that they are today. And for that, every one of us needs to thank Jerry York. And believe you me, when they build that statue of Jerry York in front of Conti Forum, or they change the name of the rink or the stadium to the Jerry York whatever, I will be there, I'll be clapping, and I'll probably have a few tears in my eyes because... I have so many positive memories of watching his teams play and it's because of his culture that I enjoy hockey so much today. So thank you, Coach York. Thank you for what you did for Boston College and we, I hope you go out there and have a good end, you know, retirement and enjoy your time with your family. In a moment, you have to talk about it. Where does Boston College go from here? I'll talk all about some options and maybe where BC goes after losing their coach that's been around forever in just a moment. Our next partner has a product I use literally every day. I started taking AG1 because I wanted to have better gut health, more energy, and feel better, and it did just the trick. So what's this AG1? With one delicious scoop of this, you're gonna absorb 75 high-quality vitamins, vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day off right. This special blend of ingredients helps support your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging, it does everything. Now, I love it because it's a, it's lifestyle friendly. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, dairy, dairy free, or gluten-free, it can do it all. It helps support better sleep health, and you know me, I got two young kids at home, I could use the best sleep health that I can get. And it gives you a ton of vitamins, way better than the multivitamins you get in it costs less than $3 a day, and you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. So check out Athletic Greens. It's going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. And all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com college. Again, that's athleticgreens.com college to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. This is Locked on Boston College. AJ Black here. I want to tell you about a special event coming up. This big event announcement starting Thursday, April 28th. You need to check into the Locked on NFL Draft's live coverage of the 2022 NFL Draft with all three days of real-time analysis from our extensive lineup of experts and insiders. If those of you dying to know who your team will take, catch Odyssey and Locked on NFL's mock draft special hosted by Brian Peacock and former scout, Matt Williamson of the Peacock and Williamson NFL show all week leading up to that first pick. And next week, we're going to be talking a ton about the NFL draft. We're going to have Mitch Wolf on Monday with Mondays with Mitch. Talk about some of those other guys that could be drafted. I'm going to get into um, will Zion Johnson be drafted in the first round. We're going to have a whole episode where I take both sides of that story and, and talk about why he will or will not be. 
this is an episode you're not going to want to miss. But we're talking about Jerry York here. This is a hockey-flavored uh, episode because there's no coach that's been in BC history on any in any sport that has been like Jerry York. And I can say that over and over again. I got emotional in that first segment. And, and I don't want to sound like a wimp, but like, you know, I think back to all the, the fun I've had at BC Hockey and those those teams that were just so enjoyable to watch. And it just made me kind of nostalgic. And it's it's the end of an era. And it's time for Jerry York to that that for BC to move on. And just it just felt like Jerry York was going to be here forever. I mean, earlier this summer, I mean, this this winter, I was just saying, I don't think he's going to leave. He just doesn't seem like he wants to leave yet. And well, I was wrong. But, you know, he's he's the first coach to go. I was mentioning there was a bunch that could. And it's Jerry York. So that kind of raises the next question. Where does Boston College go from here? You know, you have a coach that had almost 1,200 wins. You have a coach that brought you four national titles and countless Hockey East accolades. How do you how do you go past that? What, who's the next coach that could fill those shoes? And the short answer is, you don't know. Look at, I mean, look what's happened with Boston University since Jack Parker's been there. They're on like their fourth coach in like seven years. Now they're on a Tony Amante, who I, I've heard some stories about him. You know, I, I don't think they're, they've, they, they've really whiffed. They had a good coach. I think they ended up in the NHL, but that's kind of the pressure that Boston College has in replacing York. How do you move on from such a coach that has done some, like, done all the things that Jerry York has done? Well, it sounds like I would imagine I've seen some buzz already that York might have already had a hand in picking his replacement. And the replacement, I think, is the the worst kept secret in the room. It appears, and I'm not sure if it's finalized yet or if they're continuing uh, to do some other uh, behind the scenes stuff. But it looks like Mike Cavanaugh, the head coach of UConn could be the next coach in line for Boston College. It makes a lot of sense. Kavanaugh was with Jerry York for years. Um, he's already proven that he can be a good head coach. I mean, he took the UConn Huskies, a, a hockey team that was a dumpster fire, and made them the ice bus and made them into a Hockey East um, threat. I mean, this last year, UConn was in the Hockey East Finals against UMass and was on the brink of winning that game. They were right there. And that's all on Mike Kavanaugh because you he took a program that was not that was the bottom of the hockey east and slowly built them up. Now you give him the resources that Boston College has and the profile and pedigree that Boston College has, you can see what Kavanaugh can do. Now, I've seen other names thrown around. The rumors of York retiring has been going on for years, so it's always been kind of like Who's going to be the next guy? I mean, the first name that always popped up was Greg Brown, his associate head coach, uh, who then left to go with the Rangers. I think he's with a minor league hockey team now. Like, I don't know. He doesn't seem like he'd be the right fit. And then there was a couple names that um, I saw buzzed around as well that I think are, are real reaches, which is Greg Carvel, the head coach at UMass. And Norm Blazin, uh, Balzin, excuse me, at UMass Lowell. Now, Greg Carvel is probably the hottest head coach in, in hockey right now. And I know he just signed a new deal. I think it was last year with the Minutemen. Um, and they put they've put a lot of emphasis on that hockey team. So I just I just don't see BC like jumping in and, and doing that, especially with a guy that I don't think has any connections to York. And Blazin uh, Belzen at uh, UMass Lowell, kind of the same thing, right? Like he's done a, a fantastic job with Lowell. Uh, I've heard his name buzzed around too. Those are two names you could watch for. 
it seems to me that that all the dots connect to Kavanaugh, that that Mike Kavanaugh will be the next head coach for Boston College, and and that gives you some continue continuance there. It sounds like I saw um, a report connected to Mike McMahon and um, another reporter saying that Jerry York was very integral in, already in picking his replacement, and that the timing of this is why he's. P- he's announcing right now is because he's had Kavanaugh on campus the last couple of weeks. This is just buzz right now. I don't, I'm not even hundred percent sure this is right, but this is what I've been hearing a little bit about from some other um, hockey podcasts uh, that Kavanaugh was already on campus and that he's done a bunch of stuff with York already. So, I mean, they're going to give Jerry York his day in the sun and he should get it right. Like he's, he deserves, I already just said in the last segment, he deserves a statue in front of Conti forum uh, for all the work he's done for BC and making that program so well uh, loved, that I don't th- even if Kavanaugh is the next head coach, take your time. I mean, like let the recruits know behind the scenes, let the players know so that they can uh, plan and get to meet him. But you don't need to announce it. Let Jerry York do his victory lap. Speaking of victory, so that's just kind of my thoughts on that. And speaking of my last thoughts on Jerry York, and we'll get into news in the last segment. You know. I'm kind of I kind of dig that he didn't do the 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 coach K victory lap here because it wouldn't have fit his profile. Like I even K, coach K I, I it felt like he was a little uncomfortable with it, but some coaches just love that kind of stuff, right? I mean like you saw what Je- I mean even players like what David Ortiz did when he announced he was retiring, every place had something fun for him, blah blah blah. Well, they did the kind of same thing with coach K too. And Jerry York didn't get that. Now Jerry York is not a me, me, me kind of coach. Like, he doesn't like the... I, he doesn't seem like a guy that strives to be in the limelight all the time. So, I kind of dig that he didn't go through this. Like, I, you know, it sounds like his decision was made, you know, at the con- conclusion of the season, just thinking about his life and his family and things like that. But he didn't, like, make it become bigger than the program, right? Like, all those Duke basketball players... All they were bombarded with all year long was to talk about their coach. That seems like the last thing Jerry York would ever have wanted, right? He doesn't want to make it about him. He wants to make it about his players, his program. He never made it about himself. So I appreciate, and I and I think it's great that he didn't go through and do the whole media blitz, like every game, this is our last time in the bean pot. This is our last time in the hockey quarterfinals. This is our last time playing in the Battle of Calm App. No, no, none of that. It was he played. They they finished their season. He announces it quietly with a press release and then moves on. That is so Jerry York, and I think it's a it, it talks to his character and it exemplifies everything that he he's about. And and he does it in his last move as a coach. So uh, I I wanted to give that last thought. So in our last segment, we just got some news and notes that we're gonna go over about non Jerry York stuff that you're gonna want to hear about. So make sure to stay tuned. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. From all your sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs to start a major league baseball season. What I love, the NFL draft props that they have up right now. Now, on Monday's show, and later on next week, I'm going to get into one of those bets, which has to do with Zion Johnson. They have him at Bet Online as over or under 27.5, meaning will he be picked with the 27? And a half at the 27th draft pick or higher or lower. Well, you get to make that pick at Bet Online, and I'll tell you where I have it on next week's show. So head on over to Bet Online. They're your continued source for all your sports wagering info from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. 
head to the website today or use your mobile interface to learn more about the trends in action. Head on over to Bet Online, where the game starts. This is Locked On Boston College, AJ Black. On tomorrow's show, we have Mailbag Friday. If you have questions, we have answers. And we're going to give it to you on Friday's show. In addition, I'm going to do a little segment where I'm going to go over some of the fans' favorite moments about Jerry York. If you have a favorite game that you saw, a moment that you had, send it on over to us at LockedOnBC on Twitter or at AJBlack underscore BC. We have a tweet up right now that just asks you that. You can respond to it. You can DM us. Whatever's easiest for you. We have a whole bunch of answers already, and I can't wait to go over them with you. Now, in our final segment, let's go over a little bit of some of the news and notes from around BC Sports. The first has to do with basketball, and Boston College has an open assistant head coach position after Chris Markwood went to Maine to become their head coach. And, it, and reports are starting to buzz around that Boston College has that replacement, and his name is Corey McRae. He is an associate coach at Delaware, uh, where he's been a coach for a while, and before that, he was a coach at DeMatha Catholic in uh, Maryland. Now... This is a big deal for Boston College, and I kind of dig what um, Earl Grant is doing here because, you know, Mark Wood, his 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 home court was New England, right? You kind of have that already with Anthony Goins. He's a he's a he's a New England guy, so you don't need to like double it up. But there is a ton of talent in the DMV area. I mean, you see it with football. It's gonna it's the same with basketball too, and Earl Grant is going to get a guy that has deep roots in there. He was DeMatha Catholic, which is one of the biggest schools in that in that in that area. He was their head coach for years. Now, he was only at Delaware, so you're going to say, "Oh yeah, whatever." But that's a big deal. That gets BC into those schools, and that is what Boston College gets. Now, gets because now you've expanded uh their reach even further, right? So now you have Goings doing basically a lot of the New England work. You have Earl Grant who can do the South with you know Molinari, and then you have you have the new guy you have McRae that can do the DMV area, so you're starting to see BC kind of lock in some some interesting uh, coaching uh, prospects that could do some things for them. So we don't know if this this has not been solidified yet, but this is the name you're gonna want to watch for. So again, his name is Corey McRae, and that's one you're gonna watch for. And then a little recruiting news, because I know you guys love to talk recruiting. And it was interesting that I saw that Boston College had another, and I believe he's Serbian, um, offensive lineman come to visit uh, this week. His name is Nikola Milovic, and he is a uh, big recruit. I think he's from St. Thomas More in Connecticut. And... Uh, sorry, Salisbury School in Connecticut. Uh, my bad. My bad. He's 6'6", 285. So he's a little shorter than Elijah Krasnovic. But, you know, kind of under-recruited. Elijah Krasnovic was under-recruited. But I, I'm i telling you, right? Like, Elijah Krasnovic, I talked to on BC Bulletin. He's a guy that was just learning football. And everything I've heard is this guy's going to be a mauler in a year or two. Uh, they, You know, he's he was basically putty, right? You get the right coaching in. You get him in there. It, he's got, he's what, like 6'8"? Um, he's going to be a big tackle for them. Milovic doesn't have a BC offer yet, but I'm telling you, if you want like a nice flyer 
like if you're going if you're going after some of these big guys, and I've talked about like Raymond Polito, and there's a couple other guys that they offer from some of those power schools. If you want to go after those to kind of fill the top end, getting a guy just like Elijah Krasnovic, this this Nikola Melovic, to kind of fill the back end of your offensive line, I'm telling you that's that's what you want to do. You get these kids that are just learning, that are hungry, that want to learn the sport. Sign me up. I mean, if you want to get more and more European guys that are just learning and, and are built, that's great. So he was just visiting, but this seems there seems to be some smoke to this. I, I would pay more attention. I mean, the fact that they connected him with, with Krasnick, maybe he knows him. But uh, he's a class of 23, so he might be someone to watch for moving forward. Tell you, I'll give you, I'll give you recruiting tidbits every time I can, and that was one that I just saw that I thought was really interesting. So on tomorrow's show, it's Mailbag Friday. We already talked about that. You can follow me on Twitter at ajblack underscore bc. You can also follow the podcast at Lockdown BC. Make sure to go to YouTube and find Lockdown Boston College. Hit that subscribe button and listen on that. Listen on the YouTube app. It does help our podcast a ton. Again, we'll see you all tomorrow for Friday's show. Take care, everyone.